Blog Talk Radio. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. Hello, and welcome to Leadership Strategies for Women Radio. My name is Ellie Nieves, and I'm a woman's leadership speaker and coach. I'm also the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women. I work with and speak for companies, organizations, and associations that want to develop their emerging leaders into effective managers and executives. I also coach women who want to achieve more both personally and professionally. Through my speaking and coaching programs, I help individuals and organizations to develop leadership skills and set strategic goals that will help them to achieve their vision for success. To learn more, please visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com. The title of our show today is Breaking Barriers in Stilettos. Our guest is Luzelenia Casanova. Luzelenia Casanova is an author, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. She's the founder of Life Path Solutions, LLC, an organization that has reached out to many people educating communities on domestic violence and its effect on families. Her message is a faith-based message that is combined with a very real and practical to help individuals succeed. Luzelenia shares the benefits and insights in her book, The Masquerade is Over, A Victorious Journey from the Silent War. Luzelenia is also an independent technical consultant assisting organizations in training their staff in system conversion. She has a certification from the Worcester Polytechnic, um, sorry, from the Worcester Polytechnic Institute specializing in client-server programming and has been in the technical industry for over 15 years. Some of her clients include 3M, the state of Massachusetts, SunTrust Bank, Kaiser Permanente, Northwest Territories in Canada, and she was also previously employed with IBM as a courseware engineer. Luzalania, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ellie. It's such a pleasure. I, I, I'm very excited to be on your show, Ellie. So, Luzalania, we have a very fun title to our show today, Breaking Barriers in Stilettos. Now, can you tell me a little bit about what that means? I thought I needed uh, something to describe that women who are beautiful and sexy can also be in a male-dominated industry. So I thought that would kind of get people's attention because uh, the stilettos. Uh, so uh, I, I just thought women who are, are strong, uh, sexy, beautiful can also be in a, in a tough male-dominant type of environment. Very cool, very cool. So can you tell us a little bit about your background? Um, I've been a technical consultant for 15 years, and basically what I do is, is go into organizations that are, are converting from ERP system to a system called PeopleSoft, and I'm specialized in PeopleSoft and many different modules that the application offers. So I am very versatile. I can go in many different industries, hospitals, uh, uh, schools, different organizations that implement this 
software. So uh, it's a very challenging environment, but I love it. Okay. And how did you get into IT? Um, it, it was really by coincidence. Um, I was a trainer prior to getting into the business, and I received a call from a recruiter offering me a position with uh, a uh, private sector as a trainer. And I said, yeah, I do have the skills, but I never heard of this software called PeopleSoft. And they said, don't worry, the client is willing to train you. And I'm like, okay. So I went on board and I learned the software. And next thing you know, I became an expert. And now I've been in the business doing the same thing for 15 years. Wow. And what do you enjoy most about the industry? Uh, it's very versatile. It's you're constantly changing, uh, learning, growing, meeting people. It, it has so many facets to it that I think that's what attracts me to the business instead of going to the same place every day in a cubicle, uh, listening to office politics. And I, I, I think I grew that environment, and now I'm fascinated with the fact of constant changes, constant learning, meeting new people, and the traveling that comes with it is, is something I just can't give up. So how often are you on the road? 85% of the time. Wow. And what's yeah. that like for you? It's, it's very challenging. Uh, at first it was, when I first uh, started it was challenging because I had to learn to be adaptable. And the constant changes, learning something new was, difficult at first. And then the fact that you're on the road so often, you have to try to stay healthy. So that was a challenge, try to find healthy food, try to exercise, and mentally try to keep, um, you know, your mind a little fresh because you're so overwhelmed. And then mm -hmm. family time, you know, I can't have a real relationship because, you know, I'm never home. So that's challenging too, plus you know, family, my grandkids are growing, and uh, those are the, the major challenges I found at the beginning. But now I'm, I'm kind of learning to, to just incorporate it in my life and make it easier for myself. Okay. So while we're on this discussion of challenges, um, can, you can you share at least three challenges that you faced as you tried to strive for your personal and career goals? The first one was I, I came out of a corporate environment. There is structure in corporate, and with this industry, not to say that there is none, but you have to adapt to whatever comes your way. And that, that was challenging for me because I was, I was set in a certain way, and in this industry you just can't. You have to be open, willing, and able to do whatever comes your way and either learn it or try to figure it out. And that's the, the favorite saying is, you know, you don't know it, just learn it. And I was like, okay, so I had to learn that. And I, I just needed to find balance. It was really hard for me to go home and relax. I would go home and take work with me. So mm -hmm. I, the first few years, it was just I was a full-blown workaholic. And mm -hmm. I, I neglected family time. I neglected myself. And now I learned to cut and, and balance my life. You know, this is work. This is home. 
and it's much better now. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying family time with my grandkids. Great, great, great. So do you have any leadership strategies that you've developed that have helped you to get ahead in your career and your personal life? Yeah, I definitely had to work on uh, being teachable. I wasn't teachable before. I was, um, again, in this industry, you have to be learning, especially when you're learning a, a, a software that's always uh, changing, you know, they're, they're upgrading all the time. So you have to be teachable. I, I had to be able to learn from the newcomers that were coming in, either from people who's been in the business longer than myself. I also had to learn to develop my character. Um, that, that that was challenging at first as well. And, and you know, I had to focus on my integrity and, and try to play the business. In this business, you, you meet a lot of people that they, they're in it for the money and they really um, don't, it, it's kind of difficult to understand, but for me, I, I, I live on, on my moral values and you, this business, you need a lot of characters, let's put it that way. And uh, like they say, adversity is a crossroad that, makes a person choose one or two paths. So sometimes you have to compromise. So mm-hmm. in the, in this business, you know, you, your character is what keeps you strong. And I also had to be competent. If, if I wasn't competent in this business, I would have been chewed up and spout because it, it's a fast-growing business, and mm-hmm. you have to you, you have to find ways to keep learning, growing, improving yourself, and for me, I found that my strategy is when you're on a project, always find a mentor, somebody that knows this stuff. Even if they don't want to be your mentor, you make them your mentor. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, that's something I've always done. I've gone on projects, and I always find the smartest person and just mm-hmm. observe them and, and watch what they do. And it never failed me. So I always recommend that. You know, you go to a job, you're brand new, Always find the the smartest person, the person that, that can explain things to you in a in an easy way that you understand, and and you're golden. So, those are the basic three leadership things I I needed to learn in in, in this business is basically become competent, teachable, and my character. Be true to my character. Awesome. So, Liz Amelia, how can someone get started in the IT business? Well, I believe that, first of all, if it's your passion, you'll find ways to really uh, learn whatever comes before you. Don't do it for the money. I've, I've run across a lot of young folks that are in this business with me, and their their ultimate goal is just the money, but they don't pay attention to their work ethics, and they don't pay attention to what they're delivering as deliverables to the client. They just, like they say, I'm going to wing it. You know, I say just focus on it. Take a class or two in college if you want to go and get a degree in it, fine. I don't have a degree. I just went to Worcester Polytech, and I got a certification on client-server programming. That helped me understand the uh, ERP systems and how applications work behind the scenes and programming. And it 
made me a better trainer because now I understand all the facets of a software. So when I deliver my training, I can give them an insight of how the information communicates or is pulled from one area to another. So I definitely recommend, you know, keep upgrading your skills, read books on the topic, you know, go or join groups that are, are whatever product or whatever industry you're in, hang around like-minded people like yourself. And, you know, with PeopleSoft, I, I belong to several PeopleSoft groups. I go to, you know, I listen to their calls or webinars and just keep educating yourself because that's something that no one can take away from you. Everything in life can be taken away, but what you know and it's in your mind and your heart cannot be taken away, and that's my outlook in life. Thanks. So basically you just said that a college degree is not needed to enter the field? Absolutely not. I believe that there are plenty of people out there, not to say that you know, not having a college degree is a bad thing, but there's people that have college degrees, but they don't reach their ultimate goals. I believe that it's a person's determination, their desire, that takes them wherever they want to go in life. It, you don't need a piece of paper to justify what the, your abilities. I, you know, I don't have a college degree, and you know, I, I don't regret it. I, I've, I've gone very far in my life, and it's because of my determination and my desire to just move forward. So I constantly learn in other ways. I don't have to be in a, in a school. I'm constantly reading and I'm constantly, you know, associating myself with other individuals that, again, are like-minded like myself. So, yeah. you know, this career, you don't need a college degree per se. They're looking for experience. So that's where you have to apply yourself in learning as much as you can and just moving forward. Yeah. And that's what it really comes down to, right, is the heart, the motivation, because I know plenty of people who do have degrees, even advanced degrees, and they're not accomplishing as much because the, the drive is not there. And, uh, you know, my mentor, Les Brown, he, uh, you know, doesn't have a college degree either, and he's a successful motivational speaker. And, you know, corporations seek him out for advice. And here's a man who has accomplished much in his life. And, again, it's about the heart and the dedication that you put into whatever it is that you love. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, so welcome. What advice do you have? Uh, for women who are interested in entering the field? Well, I came up with the acronym Kick Butt. And it means, <laughs> yes, Kick Butt. Okay, you have stilettos, so you got to go Kick Butt here. Um, the K is for knowledge. You know, know your strength, be knowledgeable in your industry. The I is for initiative. You always want to take the initiative to do something. Don't wait for someone to tell you, I need you to do this. Be creative in that in your industry. Take the initiative to start something, to do something, to recommend something. The C stands for courage. Have the courage to stand up. This, for me, I'm always surrounded by my male counterparts. I always have the courage to stand up and either agree or disagree. The K is to be keen. You know, be eager, enthusiastic. In whatever you do, it shows. Uh, clients always can tell my passion because when I train, they can see it. I'm, I'm very much enthusiastic in 
and transferring knowledge to individuals and helping people with their job because when they leave my classroom, they have to perform their job, and that's their biggest security and their biggest fear of losing their job because they couldn't do a task. So be keen and be on top of your enthusiasm. And B is believe in yourself. There's nothing worse than a person trying to perform anything in life and not believing in their ability. And then I say unique. Be unique in your skill set. Uh, what brought me where I'm at today is I specialize in an application that's part of PeopleSoft called UPK. It's a user productivity kit. And what you do is you design simulations. Well, I learned as much as I can from that application. And in several projects, I was the lead because I knew more about it. So that's why I said be unique in your skill set. Specialize in something and they will seek you out. T is for teachable. Again, don't feel like you know it all. Allow people to teach you something new. Be open to learn something new, and that's part of being teachable. And the last one is be tenacious. There's nothing more sexy like one of my colleagues told me when a woman is tenacious in her work. So I remember that, and I recommend that. So again, kick butt. Wow, love that acronym. Thank you for sharing that, Lucilia. <laughs> You're welcome. So, Luz, we've come to the end of our program, and I wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time to share about yourself as well as sharing some helpful strategies to help our listeners uh, kick butt and uh, break some barriers in their stilettos. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Thank you. Any and closing remarks? Oh, well, I just want to say thank you so much, and definitely I, I, I admire you. You're one of my mentors, even if you don't know it. But thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for your friendship. And to all my listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to visit uh, the Leadership Strategies for Women webpage at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com. Until next time, God bless.